0: tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. (sighs) Welcome. Let's do that again. Deep inhalation. Exhale. (sighs) Yes. I am so excited about today's episode. We are going to discuss the eighth chakra. Now, if you have been listening to yoga podcast, you know how much I love to incorporate the chakra system into my teachings. I think it is such a beautiful practice to discuss the energy centering of the body, how to align yourself with your spine, how to root your energy and raise it, and creating this ability to be able to understand yourself, your mind, your body, the spirit, the connection. And what you may not know is that there are more. the seven main chakras that we talk about on a regular basis. There are actually 114 chakras in the yogic system. And they meet up with 72,000 nadis, which is a different energetic system, which I have discussed in greater detail on Yoga Podcast. Check out the show notes for those links. And when we think about these the 114 chakras that is four of them are automatic and 108 of them you can work but they take you into more advanced levels of meditation of yogic practice and so today we are actually just going to talk about the eighth chakra but yes you've guessed it there will be more discussion to come as we continue to explore this beautiful system of the chakras the nadis the energetic fields of the body that beautiful connection back to self of course, that is the entire purpose, right? Creating healing, creating awareness, introspection, feeling like you are in truly existence in this human form, but Yes, you are a spiritual being and you do not need to make an excuse for how you're feeling, what you're thinking, who you are, and just some of the reasons why I personally love the practice of yoga. There's this feeling of getting to know myself that becomes the most important thing imaginable in this lifetime, being able to have a sense of awareness and awakening that can take me into just about, well, everywhere, 100%, everywhere else in my life. And so if you're new to the practice of yoga, asana practice being just one of the limbs of the eight limbs of yoga, today we're going to talk about the eighth chakra we're going to have a gentle review of the seven chakras because like i said this is my way of being i love discussing this so much and i do think it enhances your asana practice the movement of the postures the connecting back to self a mindful moving meditation, a beautiful way to introduce yourself to the bigger philosophy of yoga, which includes meditation and pratyama, which is the breath work, remembering the beautiful concepts of prana, which is life force energy, and opening yourself up to even greater possibilities. Wherever yoga is, it will meet you there. It is an on-the-mat, off-the-mat practice, whoever you are, whatever your culture, your practices, your belief systems, has a place in this philosophy. So let's get started. Now, when we think about the chakra system, of course, this is an energy system. It is a beautiful philosophy. It is a way of practice, a place where you could delve into study It is something that you do not need to feel like you need to master, but rather to continue to practice. That's why we call yoga a practice. And so I want you to, or I invite you to, close your eyes or soften your eyes. Bring your energy inward. Allow yourself to listen to the words that... I am speaking, but allow yourself to create visualization within yourself. If you are standing or seated or lying down, I want you to become one with the earth to allow your energy to feel very grounded, safe, and secure. Hopefully, you are in a sacred space where you can do this or you can take time and allow yourself to come to a place where you can feel very protected, Where you can really allow this concept and this idea to really envelop within you. So if you're there, take a few deep inhalations and exhalations. Just allowing that energy to ground itself. Inhaling through the nose. Exhaling out of the nose if possible. Now, as a gentle reminder, chakras are the energy centers of the body. By activating these energy centers, we can access better physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Now, the seven chakras is something that many yogic philosophy practitioners or yogis are very familiar with. We live in breathe literally this energy we look to see where we are in the spectrum to sort of analyze in an introspective way where we are at any given time in time and space it's a beautiful way to add a compliment if not it is imperative to add this to your asana practice but it is definitely a part of meditation. And so as you find yourself grounding to the earth element, inhaling that beautiful prana, that life force energy, listening to the sound of my voice, allowing yourself to find mindfulness through this gentle meditative state, listening and learning and allowing yourself to be open to experience a new level of awakening on your journey. We remember that the root chakra, and there are beautiful Sanskrit words to describe every single one of these chakras, but I like to, as yoga podcast is very much a yoga 101 type place for us all to find comfort, I like to speak as much as I can In my native tongue, right? As I've talked about in previous episode on Yoga Podcast, Sanskrit is a very vibrational, magical language. And it should not be taken for granted. Should not be used to show your connection to the ancients, but rather to be used with very, very careful discretion, in my opinion. And so I do invite you to explore some of my past episodes where I do bring up the meaning of Sanskrit and also the Sanskrit words for the chakras. So we're going to begin with the root chakra. I want you to envision a little seed being planted beneath the earth, that seed being watered, nurtured, and beginning to sprout and grow. It grows its roots. It feels grounded, safe and secure. And then it begins just like the chakra system, just like the energy system of your own body. Your root can be the bottoms of your feet. It could be your bum as it plants into the earth if you're sitting in easy pose Or some other variation. It could be your entire backside of your body as you lie in Shavasana, or your front side of your body. Whatever is grounding into the earth, including your hands if you're upside down or on all fours, it could even include your knees. This is rooting into the earth. Now, this is the most important place because without feeling the awakening and the awareness of the root chakra, the other chakras are not even an option of attainment. So as you all, or if you don't, know... I am a teacher of trauma-informed practices with yoga being one of those. And my first goal always is to teach the importance of the root chakra. Even if I'm not using yogic terminology because I'm teaching a practice of dance or writing or sketching or some other practice of healing, I'm still utilizing the idea and concepts that I have learned from yoga, from yogic philosophy. So with that said, it's important to understand where you are on any given moment in the root chakra. Do you feel safe and secure? And then explore the yes and explore the no's. And then begin to raise that energy to the sacral chakra, that space that encompasses the sexual organs, the creative energy, the identity of self. And this is a place where most people, believe it or not, have misalignment and blockages, which means everything else, even if it seems like they're very, aligned in the heart chakra for instance they're not not if they're not grounded in the sacral chakra or aligned in the sacral chakra so you have to ask yourself how do you feel do you feel creative do you feel comfortable with your sexuality i recently did um i guess sort of an exercise with my my sacred sisterhood group that I have where we explore the divine feminine, the yoni, the beauty of that beautiful energetic system that flows in womanhood and those who self-identify with that energy, of course. And one of the exercises was to dance naked, You know, of course, in your own sacred space and how challenging it was for many to feel comfortable in doing that and thinking that there was no blockages in that area, but realizing that there was. So there are many exercises and and different modalities that you can do to begin to unblock this area, which is, I think, my progression of my own my own life's work. And working with those who have suffered from trauma is going to the next level, which is healing after healing the root chakra, but healing the sacral chakra. And the next is the solar plexus. And that is that space where life was given to you, right? It's where the belly button lives, the umbilical cord that gave you your first remnants of life force energy. It's that respecting of life on a grander scale to the point where you have self-empowerment given to you. So this is that place where you feel empowered. You feel really, for lack of a better word, just in control, you know, but from a high vibrational place. So imagining your root chakra and your sacral chakra being completely aligned and feeling that vibration, that sunlight on the solar plexus. I actually like to think of the solar plexus like the sun. You know, it's just bright and healing. And then we move up to the heart chakra, which is where everybody wants to begin. (laughs) And really, that's also an interesting thing because many of us want to give care to others. We want to have empathy. We want to feel the pain and heal the pain of others without ever exploring that within self. It's like a diversion tactic, so to speak. And so the heart chakra is this place where you first learn compassion for self, where you do not feel guilt and shame. You know, I know many of us are familiar with Brene Brown's work. And she really, I think, opened up the conversation about this in such a beautiful way. And even though I don't know if she's a yoga practitioner, she sure sounds like a yogi. She definitely is sharing that same philosophy that I believe that we all share together in in our community. And it's that place of you need to really identify what self-love is and how you feel about that, right? And then once you have aligned that energy, that source, that place, you can then begin to offer that to others. You shouldn't be a caregiver, giving of care without first having that for self. Seems very selfish, especially to women who have generations of lack of of awareness in that space, even though ancient ancestors of ours were so honored for who they were and and women as being creators and givers of life, right? So I don't want to digress, I just happen to have a women's uh, sacred circle group um, discussing some of these topics before recording this episode, so it's totally taking me to that place. And then we go to the throat chakra. And of course, this is where you speak your truth. And that's usually how you know your throat chakra is blocked is when you begin to unblock it, you want everybody to understand how you feel, (laughs) right? You know, um, sometimes it's sharing information that you've learned wanting to scream it from the rooftops like, hey, I found the secret to life. This is this is it. And it's a very um, external feeling. But once you really align the throat chakra, you really heal that space. You begin to listen more. You begin to appreciate understand on some level maybe even from the heart chakra level also from that self-empowerment level knowing that no one can steal your own identity of who you are because you're healed in the heart you're healed in the you know solar plexus chakra you're healed in the sacral chakra you're healed, of course in your root that you can actually understand someone's own point of view or or better yet see where they they're not healed where their throat chakra they're heart chakra, and so on and so forth, isn't healed. So that's really where you can see that alignment. And then you begin to come up to the third eye. And the third eye is all about awakening, right? It's it's so, I think, important to, and it could be one of the most important chakras on many levels because it is talked about in most religions as... This thing that you shouldn't, you know, explore because it can be dangerous or it can awaken you to things that you cannot control. But what those people or those entities or their establishments are failing to remind us all, which you know, is that you don't just awaken your third eye, (laughs) you know, it's not that simple. You actually have to heal all the other chakras first. And if you really have healed all the others, There is absolutely no harm in in really exploring true intuition, introspection, and awareness on a whole nother level. And you will not get there. You will not be able to live there for sure if you have not aligned those other places within your spirit. And then you go to the crown chakra. And the crown chakra is always viewed as this place of you know, attainment. Maybe you will never get there. And I disagree. I think that's, again, another way of discouraging exploration, true introspection and healing. You know, if you're not healed, then you will continue to follow suit with the masses. You will not have an opportunity to be able to change the energy, the vibration of the world in ways that need to happen. But we're seeing that that's not the case anymore, right? Because there are many, many avenues now to gain healing and awareness. And so we're seeing that many of us are coming to the place of our birthright, right? Which is truly finding peace. And that's what I think of when I think of the crown chakra. I think of it as ultimate peace, Peace can be represented in any way that comes to your mind. Now, I said all of that to get to the eighth chakra. And this is one that many people don't discuss. I know that I don't talk about the eighth chakra too much or the ninth or the 10th or the 11th or the (laughs) 12th. And Partly is because I have been doing the work of my own life, aligning my seven chakras, helping others to do the same, really spinning my energy elsewhere. But I personally have had some very special breakthroughs in my own life and my own connection back to my own self, my own practice. And this eighth chakra presented itself to me in ways that are so spectacular that i choose to keep them absolutely private but i can tell you all that it is such a beautiful journey to align your seven chakras and begin to awaken and grow into much much more much much more so Let's talk about it. I keep threatening to do so, right? Now we are all capable. I just want to remind you, you know, do not listen to this and think, oh, I'm not even comfortable with my sacral chakra yet, or wow, I really need to work on my throat chakra. We are all capable. We just have to make it just like yoga asana or Pratyama or meditation should truly be a part of your daily practice, even if it's just a thoughtful moment. That's huge, right? Now, the eighth chakra is located at the foot, or excuse me, is located a foot or two above your head. I love reading my notes while recording episodes because it just seems to not work. I tend to record most of my episodes just from my heart out of my mind. But there are little notes that I take to kind of keep me to where I can have some of the information at my fingertips. But never works for me. I'm just not that type of uh, yoga podcast or podcaster in general. So as I was saying The eighth chakra is located a foot or two above your head, above your crown chakra, you know, that place of peace. It's the chakra of divine love and spiritual compassion. Imagine that. It also holds all of your habitual patterns of energy you've clung to lifetime after lifetime. Now, the 8th chakra belongs to the 12 chakra system, a system that encompasses the traditional 7 chakras in the body with 5 additional chakras located above and below the body. Now, why would you even want to open the 8th chakra? Well, when you open the 8th chakra, you become instantly more spiritually aware. You also have the opportunity to connect with your higher self. Now, the chakras hold the secrets to how you feel about yourself and your world. They indicate how you get along with other people, the health of your body, your financial situation, how you make decisions, your spiritual advancement, and access to your spiritual gifts. That's a lot of effect for something you can't really see now, isn't it? Now, here's the thing eighth chakra has this illumination. It's like gold. It's the element of the soul. It is the spirit. Many people say that, you know, when you receive like Christ consciousness, and I haven't talked about that on yoga podcast, or what is also known as a kundalini awakening, which I have discussed on yoga podcast. It's like you're activating this eighth chakra, Okay, so basically, how do you get here? Well, you've already learned that you align all of the other seven. But I actually believe it's even deeper than that. I believe it is not something you look for, but something you become. It is about embracing who you are, your spirituality, your beliefs, the shadow of self, like really putting a spotlight, a flashlight remembering that life will surpass light will surpass darkness it's like this energy filled that light brings when you really begin to illuminate everything that you have learned during your lifetime it is exploring your dreams it is thinking outside of the box it is not having judgments it is not necessarily conforming to thought systems, processes, things that maybe you believe in your deepest part of self to be true, but rather to just raise the question of what if everything I know is something else? What if this is not exactly what I thought? What if the interpretation of what I've learned is in fact a misinterpretation. And it's not that you need to get anxiety about those things, but rather there's this openness. Now there's definite boundaries, right? You know that you're in a safe place. You know that you're grounded. So you don't have to worry that you're going to do or become or present in a way that isn't authentically you, but it's the exact opposite of that. It's it's being so secure with who is the authentic part of self that you can allow exploration because you always understand where your roots are at. It is acknowledging your ancestors. It is acknowledging the future. It is appreciating nature. It is realizing we're all one. It is not seeing differences From a real, I think, spiritual perspective, it is really getting it is the eighth chakra. And when you find yourself there and you find yourself really being in a place of true, 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 true awakening, I believe that this is where you go next. You really truly go to what they know, what we know to be the star chakra the eighth chakra. Now, the soul star chakra, as it's really referenced, which I absolutely love, makes me just think of something that is absolutely unbelievable, right? But when you aligned all of your other chakras, you realize after peace, There is awakening because peace is a grounding feeling in itself, which makes sense. You start with the root, which is very grounding. And and the seventh chakra is this crown chakra of peace, in my opinion. It's like how I like to describe it. It's feeling really settled, grounded. There's an energy to it. There's There's a big hug that you're receiving from it. And then... Because of that peace, you open up to something much more divine. And it's something that feels very outside of self, right? It feels maybe beyond the word of spiritual. It's a word that cannot be said. It's a description that you cannot describe. One of the things that I love most about spiritual people who have since... the I guess the subject of formulating religions around you know we think of Jesus we think of or Yahweh right Um, but his name was not even to be spoken the name of God was not even to be spoken or even when you think of the Tao and it's a philosophy but it reminds you that giving a name to something doesn't make it appear. It was, it was there with or without you needing to identify it or name it. That is like you being in your physical state, but the crown chakra takes us out of that energy into like the true ether, the true prana of life, the true air, it's like in the wind. So I'm sure you're thinking, well, what are the other chakras, right? Like what's the ninth chakra and so on and so forth. And I think what's interesting is for me, I've never really um, thought about exploring all the other chakras until I started to feel this beautiful energy and connection to The seven, and then having this beautiful awakening and really understanding the eighth chakra. And so, one of the things I can say is as you begin to raise your vibration, truly, you will find that your soul begins to reveal its blueprint to you, that you find yourself in divine creativity, that you find yourself having advanced spiritual skills, whatever that may be for you. And one of the things that I think is sort of like a yogic trope is this this goal, this very like this mission or this idea that a successful practitioner understands all of this. And that is absolutely not true. Everyone's on their own journey. And if you're listening to this and this all just sounds completely crazy to you and you're just not ready for it, that's okay. There's some other stuff that you will go through and experience. I was actually just reading a book that I've owned for about a decade and when I first Purchased the book. I purchased it for a total different reason, not realizing that there was a lot of information in that book that I just wouldn't resonate with at the time. And so I just put it aside and I recently found it and I reread the book, and almost everything I read in the book made total complete sense to me. I even understood the ideas and concepts and terminology, and none of this stuff was esoteric, actually. Um, But what it reminded me of was this conversation of the chakras. It's like, what does it matter if you can do a handstand if you don't understand the purpose of an inversion, just going upside down in general? Doesn't matter, not if you're really practicing yogic philosophy, right? Um, That's how I felt. I felt like you have to experience what is your journey. And if all of this is just making sense, then that is perfect because that means that you are on the same vibration of this particular topic. But that's okay if it doesn't as well. It's it's maybe just somewhere now living in your system and it's not something to be afraid of or something to ignore, but rather it is just another beautiful part of existence. And yoga is not the only place that this information lives this information is named many different names it is probably at its detriment identified by all of these different philosophies cultures religions practices and instead it should just be i think a silent feeling a silent understanding so Thank you for listening. I hope that the ninth chakra is something that you are encouraged or called to explore and all of the other chakras. Are aligned and you're living at your highest vibration and you understand where your roots are and you are not afraid to bring yourself back to a place of discovery you know how to realign your chakras when things happen and and you have a human experience that takes you out of alignment you understand that it's okay to be you and it is so amazing I was thinking about that amazing. I love saying that, but it's really um amazing cuz it's um not um but I digress. It is so amazing to have such an awareness about self that allows you to be your your most important venture in this life. And I believe most yoga practitioners, most yogis are here to live at their highest vibration and when you live at your highest vibration it's just that it's energy and it attracts into that system other like-minded vibrations and high vibrations by way of physics reduce low vibrations so it's scientific really (laughs) thank you for listening please do go in peace crown chakra. Namaste. I am so honored that you're listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher.